0: Okay, this is the podcast for week six. Um, This is a little different week. There's no reading this week. What there is is a documentary film called What is Democracy? And because it's a film, um, I'm not going to spend as much time sort of uh, going over it. I do want to say a couple things about the film to introduce it. So the film is a documentary made by uh, Astra Taylor, uh, who has made several other Democracy. Uh, Several so, so other documentaries about other uh, philosophical topics or ideas, and I think that makes her work relatively unique. She makes her do- her her documentaries not about historical events, but about ideas, uh, and in this case, the idea is democracy. Um, the documentary came out in 2018, um, so it's pretty recent. Um, And in some sense, as you can see in the film, it's prompted by several historical events. The 2016 U.S. election features in it, although not incredibly prominently, but it is mentioned. Another one that I think is less familiar, or maybe harder to recall, are uh, the events having to do with Greece. Now, of course, that Uh, So much of the the documentary focuses on Greece is in part because Greece is the place of the invention of democracy, as is discussed. But also at the time or immediately before when the documentary was made, um, uh, Greece had gone through two uh, events, which in some sense really provoke this question of democracy on the one hand, um, there was the election of to political power of cerritia uh, the the party um which kind of emerged out of protests and occupations occupations not unlike occupy Wall Street in the. US or the occupation in the squares of Egypt and Turkey uh, but a party came out of this a party which in some sense was uh, opposed to the uh uh, the austerity programs, the the things that Greece needed to do in order to service its debt, things that would risk gutting uh, social service programs like hospitals, um, reducing payments to people, as is mentioned in the film, who are uh, uh, retired and on pensions and so on. Um, and in 2015, in order to respond to, to these pressures and what to do about them, as is mentioned in the film, Syritia had a uh, referendum asking the people of Greece, would you rather, uh, the money be spent to pay down our debts to other countries and to EU or central banks in the EU, or would you rather, um, continue to use money to to run programs here in Greece and find some other solution to the problem. Um, And as is mentioned in the film, um, 62% of the people in this popular referendum voted against uh, 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 paying the debt. Yet that's exactly what the government decided to do. And I think this is brings up one of the big problems, one of the big issues is if uh, and, and as mentioned a couple of times uh, by Wendy Brown and others, if in the world we live in, considerations of profitability, of um, finance take precedence over countries or people's ability, to dictate and determine their own lives, then to what extent is democracy even an actual thing, right? At the the end of the day, this this pretty clear example coming out of Greece, the government put out a referendum, put out a ballot, asked the people, what should we do? People said what they wanted to do, and the government completely went against that um, for fear of uh, what would happen if they went against the interests of banks and the wealthy and so on and so forth the second issue in greece which is i think equally important at the same time which is quite striking because of the ongoing civil war in syria greece was hit by huge uh uh, uh, a huge amount of refugees fleeing war and destruction Um, and as you see in the film many refugees are kept uh, outside the country, kind of at, um, at camps. Um, and this brings up a whole other question about the limits of democracy in the sense that um, on the one hand, on some notion, right, democracy as a political philosophy always turns this notion that all people are created equal, all people should have say in and how they dictate and determine their lives that people should have a voice. Um, But all democracies, at least that exist now, are themselves nation states with borders. Um, But there's a very uh, tense relationship between democracy as an ideal and the border as a reality. Because to some extent, um, democracy is about the notion that people should have say in how they live. But no one has say in where they're born. Um, And to some extent, where one is born, right? Because another way of understanding democracy historically has been the constant challenge uh, to the privilege of birth. In the sense that first there were things like monarchies and aristocracies where if you were born into a particular family, you had more power, you had more rights and so on. And democracy at its origin was a challenge to that notion. And then well, democracy very early on was very exclusive in terms of men, property-owning men, and then gradually, especially as it came to this country, white men. So uh, there have definitely been exclusions internal to democracy itself, but the history of, de- of democracy or democratic systems or democratic processes or protests has been overcoming and challenging all those privileges of birth right first the birth into into the aristocracy versus not then then the challenge of of birth according to race and then a challenge to birth according to gender with every step saying that it shouldn't matter what you were born it shouldn't matter things that that, that shape your existence shouldn't determine your ability to shape and determine your own existence. But, but being born into a particular nation is still a limitation. Some people are born in to democracies. Some people are born into, into war and no one chooses that. Uh, and we have, and people globally have very limited ability to, um, to change their choice regarding that. So, on the one hand, democracy seems limited by the power of finance, which limits what countries can do. On the other hand, it's limited by the demarcation of the world into nations with borders. But that's why I think the importance, I just want to say a couple of things about the importance of Greece and why so much focus is on Greece, because people might not be aware of some of that history. Um So, two questions. I'm not gonna like I said. The rest of the doc- document just for for you to watch. Uh, two questions that I want to put in the discussion for this week. The first is one of the things that that uh, Astrid Taylor, you see here throughout the film, returns to again and again in her interviews with uh, people like Cornell West, Wendy Brown, Sylvia Federici. Um, it's etc., is this kind of paradox of democracy, that democracy seems, on the one hand, to be incredibly corrupted, tainted, right. and that a lot of things that are done in the name of democracy don't seem to be actually democratic. So there's a this temptation, which comes up again and again throughout the the... the the documentary of this notion of maybe we should just get rid of it. It hasn't worked. It's not doing what we want it to do. But then you keep coming back to democracy as the only possible way. Like if you get rid of that concept, then you're going to lose something incredibly important. So the first question is, I mean, I think that's a good way to think about the general topic of the interviews. I want you to talk about one of the interviews with one of the "Quote unquote," talking heads, uh, Cornel West, Sylvia Federici, Wendy Brown. Um, what struck you or seemed interesting that you want to talk about from that? The second thing, kind of going against that. One of the other things, I, one of the things I like about this this documentary is it, in some sense, is democratic in form, not just in content. One of the things that that uh, Taylor does is she. Doesn't just interview political theorists and philosophers, though well, she does. She also interviews people at a school, at a hospital, at a workers' co-op, at a barber shop, at a refugee camp, etc., etc., etc. So for the second question, and 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 takes their position, their opinions in some sense are placed on the same level as those of uh, noted philosophers political theorists politicians etc so picking from one of those scenes whether be the school the hospital the barbershop with the ex-con talking about prison um which of those conversations struck out to you stuck out to you and why um Which one seemed the most sort of revelatory or interesting, um, and in doing so, I mean, I guess part of the question is: this is this documentary is about what we've been talking about, you know, the sort of public use of debate and discussion. It's talking about that, um, and a lot of you know philosophical discussions about: do people really want, you know, to be free? Do people really want? to um, to control their own lives and the, the the temptations to do otherwise and the risks of that notion. But it's as much as it's about sort of democratic speech um, and democratic ways of thinking, it enacts that too, in the sense that, like it it, it is faithful to a certain idea of democracy in that it is uh, open to hearing the positions and points of view of not just experts, technocrats, use a term used in the film, but also all sorts of people. And what's I think interesting is that, um, well, what I'm suggesting is that is that there are real moments in those discussions that that uh, have, I think, raise questions and observations that seem to me to be just as important as the things said by um, Corner West, Silvia Federici, Wendy Brown, etc. So those are the two questions for, for this week. <laughs> Mm-hmm.